0: Good morning, I'm Emily Reese and I'm so pleased to have the drummer from The Bad Plus, Dave King, on the line. Good morning, Dave.
1: Good morning, how are you doing?
0: I am great, thank you. And uh, very much looking forward to these holiday shows you have at the Dakota and this is a tradition for you. So will you talk to us a little bit about that?
1: I, yeah absolutely um it is a tradition for us and thankfully it's a tradition for a few other people Exactly it would, yeah. it would have been short lived <laughs>
0: yeah, Very true we
1: if we, we just keep showing up and nobody else but me <laughs> sort of like the rest of my career yeah. anyway, Where's my job Um uh I um I uh, think this is our 20th year doing wow. it which is kind of incredible mm-hmm. we started yeah in in 2000 I guess the way things count that means in 2019, it's actually 20 of them. So wow. this is 20. Yeah, that's very incredible. exciting.
0: Now, was Orrin Evans your pianist with you for last year's shows, or is this his first stint at the uh, for the holiday Dakota run?
1: No, he was with us last year. Oh, okay, um, and he's been with us. We've been about three years.
0: Jeez, going now because be. we
1: recorded yeah because we recorded the record with him the follow uh, the uh, the first record with him while we were still ending a, a, a touring year with Ethan because okay. um, it was kind of a really amicable um, split with mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ethan and we, we, he wanted to kind of play for a full year and we did but in that time we were prepping for the relaunch when we decided to do it Okay, so Oren's actually been with us quite a while but then his first live shows were we're uh, January um, 2018, so he ended up playing December 2018 at the
0: Dakota. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, I've lost a year somewhere in there in my life. Yeah, yeah. it happens. Um, it so, does. what kinds of things can we expect to hear from you uh, during? I mean, do you do different things because it's the holidays?
1: You know, we don't have any plan as far as like we don't do any holiday music or mm-hmm. or anything like that. We we treat these as these are just our shows yeah. and um, because it's sort of a residency, we have a few other cities where we have done these sort of residencies where you do more than two nights or more than one night in mm-hmm. New York, especially. And, and we used to do a Chicago residency at the end of the year, we've done one in St. Louis for almost as long. Mm. And um, we treat them as a, a way to be able to dig deep into the repertoire. So, um, you know, there'll be different shows every night and, they you know, we have a very large book of music, so we we end up mixing it up quite a bit. So if you came to one, you know, first set one night, if you decided to come back, it'd be a totally different show on a, mm. on another night.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've just recently released a new album as well. And it, from what I understand, you guys like to play a lot of your new tunes live before you even record it, right?
1: We we yes we. That's what we sort of used to do,
0: OK. Um,
1: but th- um, this last time, uh, this last both these records with Oren. We, we did not do it that way. Number one, we did the one with Oren. F- first one never stopped two. We did five months before we played live with him because we had to finish with Ethan, so we didn't mm-hmm. play any of that music. Oh, wow. And then this new one we did. Um, there was only a few pieces. We actually did a few remakes of some older pieces. Yes. And then there's six new pieces, and we ended up just doing it, um, going in the studio again the same way we did. I don't know if it's a new thing for us, but <laughs> yeah. but uh, we've been on the road a lot. With uh, I mean, when Oran started in in January 2018, we played through all 2018. And we, you know, it's a very a real touring band, so it's it's. Yeah you know, like 150 shows a year. Mm-hmm. Dave, I know,
0: I know, of course, you know, you're, obviously you're a drummer, but I know you had some piano in your youth, but you're such an avid composer. And when you're composing, are you sitting at a piano to compose or how are you working your tunes out?
1: I am. I, I, I compose with piano and I still play piano. I, I, I would never consider myself someone that would ever... Um, you know, perform on the instrument on that level. Yeah. Uh, but I can play all of my music, and so um, uh, I sit at the piano and, and work it all out. And then, actually, I prefer to teach the pianist to the band my music by ear, by rote, because mm. I think it's I think it's a little easier to explain sometimes. Sometimes with really complicated music, if you have time. Um, to work with the musicians uh, and and just really learn it by rote. That's why the, you see that the Bad Plus never has charts on stage. If you've ever seen this live, it's kind of mm-hmm. one of our rules. Mm-hmm. Is we just feel like that impedes a sort of like it's a barrier, if you will, mm-hmm. to the to the sort of message. Yeah. And so, Oren, that was one of the major things for him to get used to. He was used to being able to have charts on stage, which is like a lot of modern jazz musicians. Mm-hmm. And so he 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 got really you know he's he. he it was a real challenge. It's a real challenge for any you know, modern jazz musician to just yeah. roll in and play original music without charts. And So, yeah, that's how I prefer to do it, is just sitting and working out the piano.
0: Gotcha. Well, and of course, having charts on stage would be helpful with just how complicated some of your charts are, so I can understand right. why that would be a, a challenge, but a very fulfilling one indeed, because then you're learning that tune really well. <laughs>
1: Exactly. The whole theory is that it's not only to, to rid yourself of the music stand or, or whatever you're looking at instead of communicating with yeah. the musicians on stage. Even though, of course, we know very high-level music gets played with charts on stage, for yeah. us it's it's... It's like we have the time because we're a working band. We might as well, everybody, you know, this is all memorizable. Yeah. And then you kind of roll in very, you know, like there you are. You're present with your audience with with what you're going to do. And these are songs you're playing. This isn't like you are got your nose in a puzzle or something while you're trying to communicate music to someone.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And um, we figure like, you know, if you're not in an orchestra, it doesn't matter how Complicated the music, short form music like jazz. We feel very strongly; everyone should memorize their music. It's a kind of a manifesto, Mm -hmm, you know.
0: mm -hmm.
1: So we, and generally, we just go around vibing everybody that doesn't memorize their music. That's why it's such a (laughs) terrible reputation. (laughs) Is <laughs> being mean people. Yeah. <laughs> You've you been very it. mean, so far. Well, you know the whole thing. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Indeed. Well, Dave, as I mentioned in the intro, you're in so many groups, and so many of them are so. I mean, Happy Apple is one of my favorites, of course, of all time. Halloween Alaska. I mean, there are so many. The list goes on and on. Dave King Trucking Company. Um, what are you up to these days, other than, of course, the Bad Plus?
1: It's been a busy um, few years because I I have a daughter who is in college now, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's expensive." <laughs> so I actually <laughs> I actually started to take some side man um, offers. I've been over the years. I've always prioritized my own music. That's what you're saying, or my own bands, you know, mm-hmm. let's just say my, my own projects. Uh, and um, I've done side things here and there when I could carve out the time. And I was, I would, you know. Um, I was fortunate enough to be asked to do things here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was able to kind of like, okay, maybe I'll do that at some point. So this last few years, I started to do that more because I not only just needed to be able to afford her school more, but also mm-hmm. any downtime, I was just decided my children are a lot older now. I can, I can go out and work even more. So I was spent the summer working with Joshua Redman and his band. Um, I replaced Brian Blade in his band um, mm. Still Dreaming. And that hopefully will make a new record in the beginning of next year. And then I was, I've was i also been playing a lot with the guitarist Julian Lodge. So I know you guys have played a lot of that. Oh, yeah. both of their music. So I did his mm-hmm. last record um, called Love Hurts. And um, yep. and so I've been doing a lot with Julian, including I'll be doing his new album. So same as here and there, working with Craig Tabor, who's also from Minneapolis, I still work with him quite a bit. So I did his record on ECM. hmm Daylight Ghosts, I don't know if you guys have been playing that. That's kind of an odd album, but it's a beautiful yeah. album. Yeah. And uh, so just things here and there, Chris Speed's records. I just try to do things that I think are going kind to of be fulfilling. Um, and also be able to work, be fortunate enough to work yes. in this music.
0: <laughs> Indeed. Well, it has been nice to see your name pop up on uh, those other albums. Uh, love yeah. Julian Lodge. She's such a, I just love the quirkiness and interesting things he does. And of course, same with Joshua Redman, that album he just did with the Brooklyn Rider Quartet's amazing. So it's uh, incredible. Yeah, yeah, I love it too. Good stuff. Well, Dave King, your Four Nights at the Dakota starts tomorrow, Christmas Day, two shows each night through the 28th. Uh, what a pleasure it was to speak with you, Dave. Thanks so much for calling in today.
1: Always thank you, you for playing the music and, and being enthusiastic for the music. It's very, very cool. It's an important station. I appreciate it.